Yo, what's good? It's your boy SB Report 706, aka Stopry 706, Archie Leach, whatever you want to call me. This can be podcast. We have a uh, full slate of uh, special guests today. We have the usual suspects finally back together uh, Marcus Sniffles and El Chapa. And special guest, uh, one of my favorite followers on Twitter, uh, Asha. What's your Twitter? Brandy? Asha. Uh, Asha Brandy. <laughs> Yeah, and then and then we had the homie from the Reduce Lunch podcast, uh, PJ. What's good? Hey, what's what's going on, y'all? Chilling, chilling. So <clears throat> it's it's obvious what this week's episode is going to be about. There's not going to be too much other stuff. There's not going to be the uh, the unnamed anime section with something to look for, wine it out, Mark's music minute. This week is all about surviving R. Kelly. So I'm pretty sure everybody knows what's going on with this. If you haven't, then you probably don't have cable and internet. But there, there was a uh, I guess a two two or three part documentary on Lifetime mm-hmm. about uh, Mr. Robert Sylvester Kelly talking about the uh, many incidences and issues and uh, I say tragic moments with women, old and young, in uh, particularly they focused on uh, Leah. Uh, but yeah, th- this is a, this kind of t- turned the timeline into a war zone. Uh, people getting roasted, people getting canceled. Like, oh, you listen to R. Kelly, I can't rock with you. Oh, you know, you're a terrible person. He's pedophile. Oh, blah, 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 all this and all that. But it's it's a lot to dissect. So I, I'm going to let... I'm gonna let Brandy start because she had a couple of interesting takes on uh, on Twitter as far as regarding how she feels about the whole R. Kelly situation, his music, and uh, things of that nature. So I'll let you go ahead. So like, well, first of all, like when I first saw the trailer, I didn't know like where they were going with it. I didn't realize so many adults knew like like his security and like people he worked with in the band. I thought a lot of this stuff was hidden. And I didn't know people were like delivering like 14 year olds and 13 year olds to this guy. And I think I think the point I was saying about the music to me, it's not about the music. I'm not I'm not gonna, you know, not talk to somebody because they're not listening or they're listening to R. Kelly or whatever. That that's that's you got a bigger issue here, you know. And I think the point of talking about it is not just to hash it out on Twitter, but you know, you got a lot of people that probably not this big of a monster, but it'll like it'll start a dialogue and start a conversation. And I think you have to, to unlearn certain things. You got to start a dialogue. Yeah, I I don't think it's really, I mean, obviously it is about R. Kelly, but like she's saying, there's there's a, a, a larger conversation that needs to be had around this R. Kelly uh, situation because what, it, Chris Rock had a, a stand-up special where he was like, you know, we all got that one uncle. We don't leave our kids around. Like there's always that one uncle. It's like, oh, you alone with the kids? Oh, Uncle Uncle Johnny's with the kids? Like, no, you need to get the kids away from Uncle Johnny because <laughs> we know we know how Uncle Johnny gets down, and and that's something that we need to uh, talk about. Like, it's not an R. Kelly thing. I don't want to say it's like a black community thing either because I'm not. I don't like to just put it all on us, I guess. But there is a culture of 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 men out there that are in enabled by other people who just kind of look away from this kind of things. And R. Kelly just happens to be the celebrity who's uh, been able to to get away with this stuff for decades, apparently. But but for full for full disclosure, I, I didn't watch the uh, the docu the docu series because I've like I don't I don't I don't need I don't. There's nothing else you can tell yeah. me about R. Kelly that's gonna change my mind. I haven't listened to his music for probably ten years now, so it's like that that wasn't for me. That was for other people i think for for me um i'm with marcus i haven't seen any of the documentary because we most of us all know um about r kelly and what um what r kelly has notorious been notorious for for the last 15 20 years so um you know i haven't watched it but 
I made a statement on Twitter on um, social media um, that got a few people riled up. Um, I said that regardless of this documentary, I'm still going to be listening to R. Kelly. And, um, you know, I had a few people uh, kind of judge me for it. And, um, you know, the, the thing that pissed me off was, um, you know, don't try to project your feelings onto me and um you know what how you feel is how you feel and somebody was saying that was trying to say that um well um his art is you know it, it's it's a reflection of himself and this that and the third. i was like okay well when you listen to r kelly if you think about him peeing on girls and talking uh, um having sex with 15 year olds that that's you but for me, I look at it from a different perspective. That's what that's what art is. Um, I'm an artist, so you know, I when I listen to his music, um, I see it from a different perspective. I see it from how I feel. Now, as far as like certain songs, like um, I used to like AJ Nothing But a Number. Now I can't listen to it anymore. Um, certain other songs that you know I had to carefully listen to, and I'm just like, okay, I can't listen to. I can't listen to this R. Kelly song anymore. So um, it, it's not the fact that people are outraged. It's just, well, it, it is. But um, the fact that, you know, people are saying, um, if if you still listen to R. Kelly or support R. Kelly, I can't talk to you. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, that, that's one of the, the points I kind of agree with you because I'm not out here actively seeking R. Kelly songs, but I you can't deny regardless of him as a person which he is a piece of shit as a person the man right you know i, I play instruments i you know i make music and stuff like that here and there it's like you can't deny the the uh, incredible ability he has but unfortunately like most artists musicians and actor is a terrible person mm-hmm. like i don't feel like anybody's done that though i don't think anybody's been out here saying r kelly can't sing they're not saying he's a bad songwriter no one's out here saying that they're just saying He's oh, no, no. That's just the same. That's my. No. That's, that's for me. And I guess PJ is like. Well, that and that's. I, I, I'll, I'll let Elle go. She hasn't. She hasn't said anything. So I think. I think I, I get where you're coming from, PJ. As far as like what his music is about, like his motivation and his intentions behind his music was his intention. So when you listen to certain songs, you're not like you said. You're not thinking of being with little kids or him with little kids. You're thinking of your own version. At least I'll speak for myself. Think of my own version. You know what I mean? Like if I hear. Step in the name of love. I'm thinking of a good time, thinking of dancing. To me, it has its own meaning, you know? Right. It has its own memories associated with it because, you know, this music is old now. However, personally, I can't, knowing that that was his motivation, it just makes me feel a little dirty. Like, it makes me feel a type of way about the music. Now, it's not to say that it's not bad music because obviously it was good. These are hits we're talking about, but I can't Mm. look at it the same. So, and I'm not, if you want to cancel him, that's fine. I'm not, and I'm not calling you out specifically, I'm talking to you in general. You know, people right. are canceling him, some people are not. And I think that's your own prerogative. Some people are better at separating the music or the art from the artist than and, others. You know, we've talked about it before where everybody's moral compasses, you know, our lines are different. We draw the line. So mm-hmm. um, for me with this one, it's like, nah, B. Like, <laughs> but, but it's okay if you, if you choose to continue, like, that's fine. But yeah, I I've acknowledged that you know what he's doing is disgusting, but people chose to look past that and just read that I still support R. Kelly. I still listen to R. Kelly, and they just took that and just said, 
oh, you 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 still support R. Kelly? You're you you must like um little girls too, and you you must de- you defending what he doing? No, I'm not. What I'm saying is, you you know, despite all that, you know, I'm still going to listen to his music. Same thing with with Kanye. It's it's a, it's a different thing, but you know, I feel like Kanye is just trash, a, a piece of trash. Well, personally, I know for me personally, the, you know you the the reason I don't uh, listen to R. Kelly anymore is is the art is too close to what he's doing outside of the booth. You know, because like, I still, I still, here, here, and I'll give you an example. Like, <clears throat> I don't, like, I listen to Michael Jackson still. But the music that Michael Jackson is making is, like, if Michael, you, you guys remember that that white guy with the beard with the guitar who sang children's songs? Like, Baby Beluga, that guy? Yeah, yeah. Ralphie. Yeah, Ralph. if, if Michael, if that was the kind of music Michael Jackson was making, I would not listen to Michael Jackson, his music anymore because, the stuff that he was accused of involves children. And now you're making children's music. The same thing goes with R. Kelly. He's accused of having sex with underage women and sex slaves and his music for the most part, not saying all of his music is, is about sex, but 90% of his stuff is about sex. You think of R. Kelly, you think about Bump and Grind, feeling on the booty, stuff like that, 12 Play, Chocolate Factory. There's certain types of music that you think of when you hear R. Kelly. And that's for me personally. And I guess it's not not saying I don't and I personally I don't think it's wrong if you listen to R. Kelly. And I don't even think you're supporting R. Kelly if you listen to his music because R. Kelly's not getting any money for his music because he doesn't own any of it. Because he can't read and write. Because he oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, so Chicago, Chicago school systems failed. Like you could like and I guess that's the thing that that's the kind of the thing that bothers me a little bit is like People aren't on the timeline talking about, oh, I'm bumping uh, 12 play right now. I'm listening to TP2, um, you know, stepping in the name of love. But when stuff like this happens, when this documentary comes out, people want to get online. They want to get on Snapchat. And they're like, oh, I'm still going to listen to R. Kelly, though. And it's kind of like, I mean, what was the point? Of, like, what are you trying to say by doing that? It's almost like it's it feels like you're you're trying to get a reaction out of retweets, retweets, yeah, likes. Because you, if you were listening to R. Kelly, you would have just been listening to it and been fine. Like, there's, I, I don't really feel like there's a need to go out of your way when clearly people are having a discussion about R. Kelly. They're just like, you know what? I'm gonna tell everybody I'm still listening to R. Kelly. And it's like, okay, well, you're clearly going, you're trying to get a reaction from people. Because right. any other day that wouldn't mean anything, but the day of this documentary series is the day people want to say, "Well, I'm still going to listen to R. Kelly and like R. Kelly's music." Like, shout out to Tribbles because she, she, she uh, let us know this. Like, his music is starting to creep back in the top 100, top 40 because people are mm-hmm. still. They chose that day to go out and really bump his music. And it's just like, okay, what do you, what kind of message are you sending? Well, that? Maybe some people that weren't aware, maybe you're doing research, like, oh, I never really thought about this song like this. Let me go check it out. And like, oh, shoot, like I'm putting the pieces together with documentary. That could be part of it too. So, but, but yeah, I, I found it was interesting. Like, like you said, not all of this music is about all that stuff. Like, the, the biggest example I think of is like the I Wish remix. Like, it has nothing to do with kids at all. Like, it's an excellent song, but yeah. It, I can't. And it's, I, it's fire, you know what I'm saying? I'll, like, I'll, I'll never take that away from R. Kelly. I'll never say he wasn't a, a genius when it came to writing songs, 
for himself and other people, mm-hmm. singing songs, uh, producing songs, what, like whatever you want to say for as R. Kelly as an artist, you got it, man. Like he's top tier. You can if you put him on your Mount Rushmore of musicians, artists, singers, songwriters. I'm not gonna argue with you on that one. You got it. Like he is, he's that great, and you can't. No one can take that away from him, no matter what he does. You can't take that away. And yeah. You know oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh no, you good. I was saying, like, everybody in a documentary said the same thing. Everybody was just saying um, how enamored they were, like, when he got in the studio and, you know, how he made music. And that's all fine and everything. But, you know, you screwing 14-year-old girls. Like, I don't care nothing about what you're doing with the piano. Mm. Personally. That, that, is, that is correct. <laughs> you, you know what? I was, I was looking at a... Um, it was a clip of a Vlad TV interview that um, he did with um, Nick Cannon. And he was talking about how um, R. Kelly is a musical genius, but his social skills, he has no social skills. Mm-hmm. And that, that could be the re that could be the reason why, you know, he, you know, picks 15 year old girls and not um, trying to justify what he's doing, but, that that point it, it made sense because um a 15 year old girl you know they see that you know he's a celebrity you know he has money he's talented and you know that that's that's all that's all they're looking for now somebody r kelly's age you know they'll see that and they'll be like okay that's fine but um you're you're not stimulating me um mentally you know what i mean as as far as i mean you have talent you you have money and everything but you know i mean like where where is this going so i see what you're saying but i think he's he was way too famous for that like you can get any rich girl you want like you know what i mean like he's not the only person that's socially awkward in the world I think he just had a preference with younger women. I think that's really what it what it boiled down to because you could have had anybody, anybody. That that's and what I'm saying. He, like he goes out, he does these well, not to say, but most recently, you know, he goes out to these tours and he picks girls from the crowd. Like you get your pick of the mill, and you you're doing it what based off of looks essentially, and you know you have a certain preference that you have and that's fine but it's not fine when they're underage girls right yeah i I, I do socially i I know plenty of people that i work with i'm like what the fuck like their social (laughs) skills are so off and and i I question it i question it like okay i'm talking to you you're 20 something but you sound like you were 16 like that's the type of conversations that we have and you know some people just didn't get out more than other whatever their reasoning is but I say that just because there's people out there. He's not the only grown ass man that's socially awkward and can't have conversations with other people who are grown. I can't buy that one. Well, I let's. And I want to think. I put the responsibility on the adult in that situation. And, and we'll get to that for part sure, later. For sure, for sure. So there's I, way too many people involved in that. It wasn't just him on his own. Like, yeah, obviously, but there's way too many people involved. So sticking to the uh, the point about. Uh, 
Damn, I forgot what I was gonna say. So sticking to the point about the uh, the, the younger women involved, so like that, and the whole uh, I guess having a preference for younger girls. I guess at the beginning of the uh, documentary, for full disclosure, I didn't watch it either. I watched highlights because again, there's nothing that I was gonna learn from this documentary is gonna tell me anything different from what we've all known for the better part of two decades. But allegedly, he was I guess molested by men and women as a child. Again, not making any excuses, but. You know the the whole thing with hurt people hurt people so he he might have been messed up that could factor into it again i'm not justifying it i'm not saying he's right or wrong but uh unfortunately he was put in a bad situation as a young child and it, it looks like it has or it looked like it did stunt his growth and development as an adult you know with things of that nature but but to the parents to the parents and even the, the girls like so there were a lot of people, a lot of yes men that were complicit with this. But it, as far as like the the blame pie, like how would you slice it up? Like who gets uh, the more part of the blame? Would it be like R. Kelly, R. the Kelly. parents, R. the Kelly. yes men? R. Kelly gets ninety percent so, of the blame. I, I might maybe even, dis- maybe I might, even I might, I might, I might, I might have to disagree with that. But ninety nine percent of it goes. To R. I, Kelly. I think I think R. Kelly and his team because it was the assistant. It was. It was the assistant checking in a girl into a hotel. It's the, even the publicist, it's the people in his house, it's the security guard. Those people, those grown men and women and R. Kelly. And then, yeah, I do want to sit in, I want to, I want to talk to the parents of the 14 year old, 15 year old. That's my like, point. Because I, I didn't, um, there are some things that I learned in this documentary that I didn't know. Like I did not know that he had met a girl at his trial and she was 14. Like, what? Yes. Oh my God. Why are you what? at? Why is a fourteen-year-old at an R. Kelly trial? That's okay, very confusing. Because so he likes fourteen-year-olds. Right. Here's the thing. Okay, so she she said that um, her mom used to work a lot, and so she the the R. Kelly trial was really public, and it was free, and you could just go in. So the reporters described it as it was a bunch of young girls in the courthouse to to see the public trial. And R. Kelly would stare around the room like they have like the little how they color the court pictures. They have him looking at the girls or whatever. And they would, um, you know, just pretty much say, keep your head up. Oh, they're just trying to bring you down and all this type of stuff. But he met a 14 year old. She's on the interview. And it's 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 sick. Like. Even even if her like I just don't understand why they were let in the courtroom, period. But yeah, so this is after the trial. This is after he gets off. You know. So okay. You know. So so I'm I'm gonna give I'm gonna give R. Kelly a, a huge piece of the blame pie, but I, I need to understand what these parents were doing, right? Yeah. Like would any of y'all who had a kid, let's a daughter, let them go who's who's the pop and R B singer right now? Uh Jacquez. You know what? We're not going to do this. We're not going to do this. This is not the king of R and B. No, we're not going to do this. Who's legit right now? Who's popping? Let's say I can't say Chris Brown because that's that's a huge red flag. We're not doing that either. Why? Daniel Caesar. Daniel Caesar. Okay. Well, let's say let's say Daniel Caesar. Bruno Mars. Hey, like oh, 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 Bruno Mars is cocaine though. No. Okay. What's that guy that all the little young girls like the weekend. Okay. There we go. Perfect. He does coke too. Damn. All right. So, so Brandy, <laughs> let's say you have a 14 year old daughter who's an aspiring singer. She's getting a lot of looks. She's very talented. She's gone viral. She's got like 200,000 views on a song, a cover from 
the weekend. And now the weekend's like, yo, you know, I see you're talented. You know, I want you to pull up to the studio. We got a couple sessions booked at uh, 2 a.m., 3 a.m., and 4 a.m. We can get these tracks laid down. Well, how do you feel about that? Are you just going to drop your daughter off? Are you going to supervise her? Like, how, how does that work? Because this is kind of. I would never. I, I would never. Supervise. Never. I, uh, yeah, it would have to be very super. Okay. But here's the, the thing. Like, I'm not a parent, and I would never, like, the whole, oh, well, I just, I work, you know, I have to work at night, or I have to work mm -hmm. whatever, but it's like, this is your child, you know? So me, I can't, I can't imagine it, but a lot of people, a lot of parents, um, not even just single parents, you know, you can have the father in the home and they will let their child, especially, you know, because uh, we're hard on girls and we are on boys, let them go out to the, to a studio or, you know, somewhere at one or two o'clock in the morning. Like it's like it's nothing. It happens a lot. Yeah, that, that reason right there is why I'm going to give the parents a little bit more of the blame pie than the, the yes man, because without their without them letting their child out of their sight. Mm -hmm. some of these things don't happen. I get it. Sometimes teenagers do what they want to do, sneak out the house, but there's mm -hmm. probably a lot of times in this situation, let's say with Aaliyah, that you're probably like, hey, you know, I got a check. I'm chilling. I got my new brand new 98 Mercedes Benz or whatever year it was. I'm, I'm living my life. We're getting paid. You know, I'm going to turn a blind eye to it. And that's that's unfortunate that they seemingly, I don't know all the facts. I don't know the details, but from what I can see, if there's a period of time where your daughter can sneak off the, you know, forge her age and get married there's there there's a gap of uh, parental supervision somewhere right right and and i um i've actually met miss diane before Aaliyah's mom like back in the day very sweet lady but she just seems like you know i don't understand Aaliyah's situation because she had a gang of of guys around her men around her she had her uncles you know who were in the her uncle was in the music business so i just don't really understand why she was so unsupervised, but her mom um, issued a statement right before it came out and said, you know, she didn't want her daughter to have any, you know, don't use her name. And that uh, the girl that said she had saw Leah or Kelly having, you know, answer course or whatever, um, that she was lying. And she just seems like one of those want, uh, mothers that remind me of like one of my aunts, just in denial, you know, I don't really think it was about money for them. I just think it was just you, you really, you're, this is your child's dream, you know. Our, Aaliyah had been like singing since she was five. So they really, you know, I, I don't get that either, but like, yeah, I don't know. I, I do think, <laughs> I, I think Aaliyah's parents did drop the ball as far as like, you know, how, how does your, however old Aaliyah was, obviously wasn't, she wasn't 18, but she was able to get married to a grown up. Obviously, 13 when she met him. Yeah, I mean they they dropped the ball there, mm. but at the at the end of the day, R. Kelly still fucked the child. That's yeah. on that's on Robert. Like if if I'm a parent and my kid has an opportunity to work with an artist or whatever, or it, even not even that, if if someone comes to me and is like, "Hey, I want you to mentor my child," I'm going to leave you with my child unsupervised. Yeah, that's that's messed up on them, but I am not going to fuck your kid. Yeah. If I do, that's my fault. I did that, not their parents. If their parents, it, 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 I think it would be different. And maybe this happened in the documentary. If they're like, hey, Robert, here's my 14-year-old girl. She's a singer. 
but she's also down to fuck. Could you do that too while you're in the studio? <laughs> if they're doing yeah. if they're if they're doing that, then I'm oh. like, I'm looking at the parents like, yo, that's on you too. But if they're like, hey, R. Kelly, I'm a big fan, you're a superstar, you're the biggest star in the world, you're, you know, especially if you're from Chicago, like R. Kelly is fucking, you know, Beyonce is, you know, whoever your quote unquote idol is. So if you go to them, you're you're almost it's almost like you're going to the altar of R. Kelly. They're just like, hey, you know, whatever you can do, please help my kid to be successful, to be a good singer, to to make it an industry. And you're almost willing to do whatever you can for your kid. But I didn't say anything about fucking my kid. Well, I mean, you mentioned altar. There, there was a lot of sacrifices made at altars too. I mean, I, but, but <laughs> and, 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 and that's and that's on Robert. And that's on Robert. I'm just saying. To to that point, there's a, a lady in the um, documentary. His name is Sparkle. The uh, her niece is actually the girl on the, the infamous videotape at the age of like 13, 14, with the whole urination thing. It's her niece. So you got this grown woman who is a an artist who introduced r kelly to her niece not for that but this was after everybody knew who he was and she still introduced you know what i mean like still left her in his care and it's crazy yeah after after a while you kind of have to be like you know what not r kelly someone else yeah or at least or at least i gotta be there well, I don't understand is why they were leaving him with the why they were leaving their daughters with this grown ass man anyway. You know what I mean? Like especially like you said after already the other allegations, everybody knew about him. But mm -hmm. period, it's, you know what I'm saying? Like even with even with family, family's family. You know, you went back to that whole that uncle. Everybody has that uncle. My family's not leaving me with that uncle. My family's mm -hmm. not leaving with. I mean, they're not leaving me leaving me with any which man. You know what I'm saying? Whether he's and okay, he's R. Kelly, but. Why would the aunt leave her her daughter her niece with R. Kelly? For what reason? For what reason? It's I mean, Give at the end of the day, it, it's still R. Kelly. Like R. Kelly wrote I Believe I Can Fly. That's a great song. Like oh that's a God. big deal. I sang that at my second grade. <laughs> You're canceled. You're canceled. <laughs> well, I hope they I hope they cancel Space Jam because the movie was highly overrated, but continue. Uh, uh, uh. Cancel what? Space Jam. Space Jam was mid. Oh, Space Jam oh, might be trash, but we'll talk about it another time. There's bad actors. Movie. Bad actors, yeah. But uh, yeah. Nah. I mean, I, I, I get so, what I was saying, but like your uncle is still out there, and that's the problem. Like R. Kelly is still out there. Those uncles are still out there. Those dads are still out there. That stepdad, your boyfriend, you know, that your old auntie who always has like a little 13, 14 year old boy coming to teachers, clean her pool. You know what I'm saying? The football coach, teachers, there's mm -hmm. all these predators out there. And we're just, and we're just like, well, we know who that is. We know what they're about, but we're just, you know, try to keep your kids away from him. If your kids get caught up with them, then hey, everybody knew about it. Like just, you should know better. Like get these people out of here. Yeah. Completely yeah. agree. But there's also a way to which your, your, you're putting them in that situation. Yeah, yeah you're the awesome. you're the adult. You are in charge. You own this child. Like I, I understand that. And if you if you but they're if you, if you like, I, yeah Go yeah ahead. I mean but like like I said, it's still R. Kelly is making a conscious decision 
to rape a child. I keep saying, For you know, sure. fucking have sex with a child. He is raping children because he's an adult. They're minors. You can't consent to sex. So he is raping them. He is making that decision to do that. Now, if you want to say like, hey, I'm a negligent parent. I shouldn't yeah, have did that. Yeah, that's fine. It's but the chicken or the egg at the same time. No, no, you so can't One can't happen without the other, though. Yes, it should. R. Kelly no, no, no. making a decision to keep his dick in his pants. But with, you know that's kids but around. you know that's R. Kelly though. I I, I'm, so, I so then that's, that. that's on the I think that's more of the parent then. It's hundred percent on R. Kelly because he's still doing it. He's okay. still the one committing so the, the crime. So the parent has no the parent is absolved of any when it comes to the raping, yeah. Like if R. Kelly is a grown man. <laughs> Don't rape kids. You can't do it if, if the kids hard. aren't there. You can't, can't do it if the kids aren't there. So yeah. Just keep your dick in your pants. <laughs> like if you, like right now, I'm in a room by myself right now. You could put 35, 14-year-old girls in here. Guess what I'm not going to do? Try to rape any of them. Because I'm going to, I got, I don't do that. I, I can I, do the same. Could I do the same thing with Robert? Good. No, because he's a rapist. <laughs> like, right. stop, stop <laughs> raping people. I, I, I under. <sighs> I understand right. that, but I'm not. I'm not gonna put 100 percent of it on R. Kelly. Parents gotta. Parents gotta be parents. The par- The parents that continue to leave their children unsupervised with R. Kelly after the fact, you can put some blame on them if you want to. But at the end of the day, there's only one person deciding to rape children in that situation, and that's R. Kelly. Uh, I gotta. I, I got. I got. I gotta go with um, South Breeze on this, man. I gotta. I got to put responsibility on, on the parents as well, because, um, I mean, what parent in their right mind is going to leave their, um, 14, 15 year old child with a, um, 30 something, 40 something year old man. I mean, a daughter with the track record, with the track record, with the track record. Yeah. I understand if you want to put some blame on, like, put some blame on them as far as like, hey, you're being negligent, you're not being responsible. You're saying I'm 100% not, like, on R. Kelly. It can't I, be 100% because blame. the parents are putting the no, kids no, no. in that situation. I'm not, for that, the rape, just, I'm not blaming the parent for the rape. That's all on R. Kelly. That, that's, that, that, unless the parent is paying R. Kelly to rape their kids, they, it's not on the parent. It like, might, so, be, okay, it might be a transaction. I'm like, hey, if, I'm going to sacrifice my kids for some If there's a transaction, then that's a different situation. But let's say let's say you're walking down the street, right? There's a 2019 brand new Corvette sitting on the side of the road, brand new windows rolled down, keys in the car, just sitting there. It has been sitting there for hours. You're just watching it. Are you going to steal it? No, because obviously it's, it's, it's a setup. Your, it's, it's not, not your setup. <laughs> but are you going to steal? But are you going to? But you know better, that right? So called big car. But you know better. That's my. That's again. My, that's, what I'm that's, saying. that's not you know apples. Better. The apples can. So you're not going to. You're not going to commit a. You're not going to commit a crime thing. because something because something you like has been left right there for it's you. Not, to take. not the same thing. You're not going to commit that crime, right? Not the same. It's right there. It's you not, that is, that's it's brand not, new. It's brand new. the same thing. There's no one there. No one's going to know. Just take the car. I mean, no, I, you're not gonna do that because you're not a car thief. R. Kelly does that because he's a rapist. I mean, I, it, it, it's it's just like the whole um. Okay, let's just say if if Michael Jackson was still alive, um, 
would I'm you? I'm so glad he's not because he still trying to make music. Because he's well, still trying to make music, and we can't have that. Well, it worked for Drake, even though it wasn't like really Michael Jackson. Song sucks. That, oh that song is terrible. This song is terrible. But continue. But I'm saying, like, would would you still um, leave your child to play with a 45, 50 year old man, even no. though he, he had a track record, even though he was um, it he was declared um, innocent? You know, would you still leave him your? I mean, your child with a 45 year old man or somebody like Michael Jackson? No, never. Right. So I mean, but but speaking of parents, so the um the girl in the video that was she was twelve when she met R. Kelly, the niece of uh, of Sparkle or Scarlet or whatever her name is, but um her dad is the guitarist for R. Kelly, so I don't know you know if you know this why one of the reasons R. Kelly was found innocent was because the girl said it wasn't her and then her parents said it wasn't her. And mm. after that, and um, also from the time this happened, it was like five years. They kept delaying the trial until she was older, until she looked older. So, you know, R. Kelly could, it'll be easier for him to get off. But after that, his, his, her father worked for R. Kelly. So it's like the whole speculation is that's he's paying him off by keeping him employed. Um, because the other relatives say that's definitely her in the video, but it's just you know that's her dad, you know. Uh, so I I do think like after the fact, after you know, after it's in the media, every tabloid, you can't say that you don't know. Yeah, you are. You like you're complicit as a parent. Yeah, I don't know what that was happening. That was always the thing. Next thing you know, the trial was delayed. The trial was delayed, and everybody's like, "Why the fuck was the trial delayed?" And then you find out about the father and he's working for me, working before and all this stuff. The whole thing was just sketched. It was blatantly obvious that they were getting paid. There was some sort of arrangement that was done behind closed doors because you know that was her. And what parent doesn't know their child? Like right. my mother would spot me from a fucking mile from now just by the way I walk, like by the shape of my head. Like it's just, <laughs> you can shoulders. <laughs> my broad ass shoulders. Like, you can tell your family members or whoever does that you love, especially your kid. So that whole situation, they were blatantly lying, blatantly lying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this this is the the industry. I had a I had a thought that with the uh, the new well, not new allegations, the stuff that we knew about like Chris Stokes and B2K. I'm starting to feel like the music industry might be the equivalent of the Catholic Church because again, it's like we we know yeah, this stuff is. We kind of know this is happening, but people still show up every Sunday to Catholic churches and, you know. I don't I don't you think it's... Just... And to a sense, you're, you're kind of right. Like, you have all these people out there who... This isn't new. That video that's circling around on Twitter and everything now, I was, first I was taken aback, but then I realized I've seen and heard this before. That's a pretty old video. It's nothing new. He's been talking about what was happening in that band for years. Yeah, same with like Little Bower. There were allegations uh, with him getting uh, having some issues with a, a guy in a limousine. So, 
But I mean, some people do whatever for the fame, man. It's it's unfortunate, but that's that's part of the the morality thing, man. It's like I don't I don't think it's just the entertainment industry. I think it's just it's people who have power over other people because it happens in the music industry. It happens in in movies with like the wine scene situation. It happens in the church, like you're saying. It also happens in sports. Coaches are taking advantage of of players. Yep. Teachers are Sam doing the Dusky. same thing to students. Like this is not it's it's oh man. So actually, uh, Brandon, you had a, another great point I saw, and this actually this ties, ties into uh, BSO. Shout out to Mitch Latow. I, I do source for him, so check uh, check him out on my uh, Twitter page. But I know you made a great point that uh, as far as like with, uh, I guess, the double standard, I guess, like how you were saying that guys, you know, when they hear stuff like this, like as far as like teachers in school, they're having sex with all these kids nowadays, apparently. And all the guys comments to be like, oh, you know, where was she at when I was a kid? You know what I'm saying? Like, Kind of, kind of expound on that. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, like if you look under, um, I'm obsessive about this stuff. Like especially when he posts the the female teachers sleeping with the kids. Like if you look under any story on the Yahoo, if you look at all those comments or a YouTube video, um, when it comes to a female teacher and, and boys, young boys, 12, 13, getting a teacher pregnant, even the law takes it easier on females, um, pedophiles and predators. So it's like. Nice the the nobody take well people don't take it seriously you know from the church to schools but i was just obsessed with reading these comments and it's like oh i wish that was my teacher or you know where was she when i when i was in school and you know just just nonsense stuff i i just don't think it's funny you know you you know what i have i have a um i have a story about that um so you know, being transparent here, um, when I was 16, I lost my virginity to a woman that was 10 years older than me. And, um, you know, when, when you, I mean, when you're 16, you old, old boy, you just thinking like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm about to get me, I'm about to get me some, but you know, looking at hindsight, you know, I'm just thinking, you know, I got taken advantage of, and you know i'm not traumatized by it but you know just looking back at it and you know they they really don't make it a big deal um with um guy with uh, guys being victims versus um uh, well, women being victims I, I don't know if you if you told anybody that or if you you know shared that with anybody else but if i had to guess if you told that to say one of your friends or to an older guy, they're probably mm -hmm. giving you props for that, right? Dapping you up. Oh, oh yeah. Clap I mean, that, and, that, and that's the difference. We treat we treat our boys differently than we do girls. Like yeah. like like you say with these BSO stories and stuff like that. You, if if we were just I, sometimes I wish they would report these stories, but not put pictures and not put the gender of the teacher and the victim because it's not just a student; it's a victim. Like if, if if the story was, you know, 45 year old teacher rapes 16 year old student, people are kind of like, all right, well, it, depending on the gender is how people would de would determine how they react to it. Because if it's a 45 year old, you know, full figured young looking woman raping a 16 year old boy, people are like, oh, great job. Good job, kid. I wish I was that kid. But now we turn it into 45 year old man has sex with 16 year old boy people are uncomfortable people right. are like oh we need to get these get these homos out of here they're ruining the country 
45 year old man has sex with 15 14 year old girl people have a problem with that so suddenly the dialogue is completely different yeah we we, we we have to get out of that mindset we, and it, it, it's i know it's hard because i had the same thing when i was probably probably five years ago i was doing the same thing when i saw those stories i was like man these teachers are hot i wish i was getting getting some from my teacher back in the day i was doing the same thing but at this point we have to recognize that is it it or do we are we okay with rape like i don't send my kid to school to get some from his teacher and it's not even get some you're it's when it's an adult and a child it's rape. i don't send my kid to get raped by these teachers that's not what he's there for so that that's that's interesting and the, the word rape is very strong it is what it is that's what it is it, 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 it no is I, I get it but the, I, I understand that i get i get a kid okay so as a let's say a six-year-old me or guys i'd be around like at that point you're trying to you're trying to get with girls and whatnot and guys will be like oh yeah you know this teacher's fine you know say i work her or whatever blah 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 if you have that mindset it might be bad on i guess the adults or just the culture of males like putting that in their head of course if unfortunately a teacher shows them interest some kids aren't going to look at it like a young 16 year old 17 year old right. guy in high school is not going to look at it as rape he's like yeah i'm about to smash my teacher like that's how he's going to view it but i'm not i'm not talking about this like if you're a 16 year old peer-to-peer i get like i know what that conversation is going to be it's it's yeah. dapping up good job bro i wish that was me good luck to you you got any pictures it's going to be that i'm talking about the adults in this situation i'm talking about parents People going to look at her like she's crazy. So that's how you know, you know, like she can't go out and be like, oh, yeah, I just slept with this 16-year-old. You know what I mean? So it's like if it's not right from either side, either perception, from the 16-year-old's perception and the 27-year-old's perception, then it's not cool. It's, it's like well, he's too young to even, you know, you're... I get what you're saying. It's like how do you change that mindset? Because at that age, your horm hormones are telling you one thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I get it how you live. We we gotta talk to our boys about this kind of stuff too. We're too busy trying to make sure, you know, getting all on our daughters, being like, okay, make sure you don't dress like this, make sure you don't do this, make sure you're not uh being too flirtatious, make sure you don't wear makeup, make sure you don't dress provocative. We need to start talking to our boys, telling them, hey, if our girl is drunk, don't try to have sex with her. If she says no, leave it alone, leave it alone. Don't whistle at women walking down the street. Don't touch women that don't want to be touched. Stop like we we don't really push that as much as we do telling girls to cover themselves up, to be, I guess, docile, whatever it is. It's it it's it's us as parents. Like I, I think am I the only parent here? Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess that's the only parent here. Oh. The only parent here with, with boys. It's that's a conversation that I need to have more specifically. I need to have that conversation early with my kids. I can't just let them go out and just be like, you know, I'm just going to just wing it, play it by ear. Boys will be boys. It can't be that because that's how you end up with the R. Kelly's, the Harvey Weinstein's, the Bill Cosby's and just do whatever they want. And because no one has told them like, hey, you need to you need to learn boundaries. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it, it, it I saw someone's I saw it on Twitter maybe a couple months ago talking about how how we how we're messing up little boys at a young age because what do, what do little boys do when they like a girl they hit them they make fun of them they pull their hair that's not how it should start it shouldn't be oh well he likes you just let that happen 
It's fine. He's he's, he's got a crush on you. All the time. That's gonna get taken out of context. Well, but all I'm saying is, <laughs> all I'm, born again again. L. She saves. She saved. All, right all I'm saying is like we give we 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 tell we tell young girls at an early age like, hey, if this boy does something to you that you don't like or does something that hurts you, that means he likes you. And we let that stuff slide. And this starts as early as kindergarten. And we can't, it can't be that. It's got to, we got to, and that's how you change that mindset of having, you know, 16 year olds, you know, being okay with, you know, trying to get with their teachers or, you know, 21 year olds trying to get 19 year olds drunk so they can take advantage of them. It starts as early as five or six. And like me, as a parent, I'm like, I, I don't want to say I'm nervous about it, but that's, that's a hard conversation to have. Like, and I've got to do it. It's, that's my responsibility I to make also, sure that they don't do that. Sorry. Um, but I think also, especially when it comes to these teenagers and the males, oftentimes, and these are stories that I've heard, personal accounts, or you know, seen videos online or whatever, when it's happening, they're not fully sure as a male, they kind of have that little trouble where it's like, okay, this person's obviously taking advantage of me because I didn't ask for it. Or I'm with this older chick and, you know, yeah, like, it's cool in that moment. Like, oh, I got this bro. I got my teacher. But then later on, that plays on their psyche. And that and that gets to them. And then that whole form of taking advantage or manipulation, there's layers to that. I mean, obviously, right, when, when you've been raped and you've been abused and whatnot. But for the males, so even if at the moment some of these guys are like, yeah, I was able to bang my teacher and she's hot and she's the hottest teacher around, blah, blah, blah. Later on, they could still face these issues. So even if they think it was consensual at the time because my teacher's hot, later on, they're still going to have side effects from that. And they still also might have that whole age gap. They could very well be the next R. Kelly later on. You know, with these younger kids thinking that it's okay because my teacher did it with me and everything was fine. I liked it. This girl clearly likes it. Age ain't nothing but a number. Boom. There you go. So even with, with that point, I know that part of the documentary was saying that I guess when he, I guess when he first got famous, he would uh, go back to his high school and hang around, I guess, waiting for kids to come out, apparently. So and, that, 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 that sparked another conversation. Uh, that a lot of the the females on Twitter, the women on Twitter, were kind of going back and forth with each other. And actually, uh, this is uh, Free the Homie uh, Taxstone, allegedly. Uh, he had this conversation, this podcast, a while ago before he got locked up, uh, talking about that, you know, he's from the, he's from the, he's from Brooklyn. He's from like Brownsville. And it's like, it was like notorious back then and probably still now that there would be guys, you know, graduated from high school, waiting at the school to pick up their girlfriends that were in high school. So not a lot, a lot of the women were like, oh, you know, we used to date older guys all the time. See, he, ha, ha. But then there's another side of Twitter, you know, women were like, nah, y'all did that. That didn't mean because y'all out here mess with older guys, we were as well. So I, I found that to be interesting. Uh, we, we do have two young ladies on the podcast. I'd, I'd like to get y'all's take on that. Like, where, where do you think, uh, like, how do you, how do you feel about that? Because I feel that it's, it's a weird, it's a weird situation. Like, what, what's y'all's take on that? Sorry. Yeah, you can go first, son. <laughs> so um, that's very true. Like, um, I went to Frederick Douglass on the southwest side. You had, um, when I graduated, well, when I was in high school, we used to have, like, rappers. And, I mean, rappers you know used to come around to our high school showing off their car, picking up. We're not talking about seniors. 
you know, or, you know, girls that might be like 18, we're talking about ninth grade, 10th grade girls, you know, being all on their car. But as far as the girls, uh, the women that were saying, um, I think one girl tweeted was like, y'all know y'all were messing with 20 year olds when you were in high school. And I was like, no, that's what you were doing. But it still wasn't right. And isn't the point of having a dialogue or seeing all this stuff in the light, isn't the point to unlearn that type of behavior? Like, okay, yeah, you did that, but you wouldn't want your child to do that. And you kind of want to just, you want to grow, you want to be different. I thought the whole point was to evolve at some point. But I just felt like a lot of those girls were saying it like it was okay. And a lot of them have, have kids, you know. So I just, I don't know. I was one of those girls saying like, you know, no, I didn't do that, but I saw it. Yeah, we definitely had older guys could still come back to the school. I mean, we had, you know, the super seniors that these fools are ready. They're 19 and still in high school. <laughs> and depending on when your birthday is and blah, 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 I graduated high school at 17 years old. So throughout my whole entire time, I was a minor and my friends were 19, you know, the seniors from the year before, 20 year olds. And, you know, they come pick us up, whatever. I think the difference is also, like, I wasn't fucking with them, literally. Like, I just, right. I wasn't. We were cool, but I wasn't mm -hmm. sleeping with them. And, you know, my mom taught me better. So, you know, good for my mom. Right? I was a good kid. But to still hang out with your friends who graduated maybe a year or two, it's okay. But um, it's like you, it's exactly how you said, like, you've seen it. And you're like, I wasn't partaking in it. And that doesn't make it okay. You can't, I get you want to defend what you were doing because you don't want to feel as though what you were doing was wrong. Like you were partaking in something that was wrong, but nobody's blaming you. One, right. we're simply highlighting. Right. These are things that were happening. And in reality, now that, you know, we're having this open discussion and dialogue, you're like, oh shit, that wasn't cool. Mm -hmm. You know, like that. That wasn't, that wasn't, that wasn't really okay. Maybe, okay, 18-year-old, you just graduated and the year before, you occasionally, you come by. But mm -hmm. it's like, you're supposed to be in high uh, college or, you know, a trade school or working. You have no business being at a high school. So, Sitting on the stoop, talking to young girls. And right. the thing is, R. Kelly came into business like, like um, some other artists. He was a little older, so um, I'm, I'm gonna go back and see how how old he was in the, in this video this girl posted of him at her high school. But he was like twenty something, over twenty five. So we're not talking wow. about you just got out of high school and you coming up there to pick your pick up your cousin or just shoot the crap with kids or your cut. You know, we're not talking about that. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't mean like about a grown man. Yeah, I, I just meant like the in general, like it, it was mm -hmm. kind of a thing where it's like, well, any person that did that is a terrible person. So I know you're saying that you're not blaming the women. It's a, it's a moment to grow. But I mean, does it work both ways? You blaming the males as well. Like, all right. So I know Elle was saying that, you know, she had guys come for her high school. So the, I'm on Google. The age of consent in New York is 17. Right. Mm -hmm. But across the border in New Jersey, the age of consent is 16. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like that, that's that's kind of a. It's, it's a that's another thing state it's, by it's, state it's, 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 it's tricky well it's no lower than 16 as far as when i'm scrolling i don't think anywhere is lower than that i so. think there's like one country little uh, hold on i thought somewhere was japan is like 14 which is 14. very weird. yeah you know yeah that's weird that's but another uh country they don't count yeah <laughs> but they they also do other weird stuff but that's neither here nor there but it's like it's one of those things where uh, what all right, so 
All right, let's say you go to school in New York, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You graduate, you're 18. Mm -hmm. You're a super senior, right? 18 and a half. And you meet a chick at a, at a high school function, whatever, and she's 16. But in New Jersey, legal age of consent is 16. Mm -hmm. Is that fair or foul? So that's where it goes to your moral compass, right? Okay. And, and to me, that's foul because of my morals. But the law legally, and if you're going to, if you're going to New Jersey and it's happening in New Jersey, then legally, it's okay. Which I don't agree with. My morals don't agree with that. Why? Because I think at 16, you're way too young. Um, I mean, it's happening anyway, but. There is a huge, in my opinion, maturity growth from being 16 and 18 or 18 and a half or 19, especially there's a huge growth that happens like once you even graduate high school and you're smacked with reality of the real world and all that bullshit drama was just bullshit. And now you're on your grown focused shit. I think there's a huge growth and you know, right from wrong is what I'm really trying to get to. Mm. And being 16, you're extremely vulnerable. You're extremely vulnerable. Your hormones are all over the place, uh, girl or guy. And and I, I think that that's where people typically do their attacks. They, they prey on the younger ones because they know they're vulnerable. They feel weaker. And then now I'm older. I'm maybe stronger. And so I now I outpower you. Because ultimately, when it does go down to rape and things like that, it boils down to power. So, I mean, okay. go, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead, Brandon. Um. Another thing is, like, I have an older brother and I have uh, young cousins who are male. And I tell them, like, here's the thing. I don't care what Florida's law is. In Georgia, this is the age of consent. And so you won't be on anybody's paper for a statutory rape because then that puts you on the sex offender list. Mm -hmm. Like, don't sleep with these young girls. It's not worth it. You know, you're in college. Get ID. Even after that, get to know the person. Like, I know, you know, in college age, everybody want to do one night stands, but that's how these guys get, some of these guys get, get messed up because they don't, you know, you don't know how old this girl is. You know, you think you should, you know, I know a 15 year old, 16 year old, when I see one, or even if they, they look a little bit too young, I wouldn't do it, but this is how you get messed up. And to me, it's not worth it. You know. It's not worth it, especially when it comes out to the statutory rapes. The, the majority of the ones that are reported and taking the trial and all that stuff is being reported by the parent. I mean, mm -hmm. Right. Because they're upset right. that the person took advantage of them, even if the kid was okay with it. The young lady or the young man could be okay with that because that's my boyfriend, that's my boo or whatever. I've known them since high right. school. But the parents like, oh, are you 18? You fucking my daughter? Get the fuck out of here. And next thing you know, mm -hmm. they're charging, they're pressing charges. So even though it was consensual because of the whole age gap, like you said, sis, it's not worth it. It's just not worth it. Yeah, that, that makes me curious why there's not a set age. Like, I, I wonder why it varies from state to state. That's kind of that's kind of interesting. Yeah, it's a lot of laws like that. And it doesn't make sense. It should be the, the same. It should be 17, in my opinion, or 18. <laughs> Fair enough. But just just real quick, just to back to the whole R. Kelly thing, that kind of ties into it. But I, I did Google like, you know, problematic musicians just because I know R. Kelly is the hot button right now. But in the future, we could probably look to see some of these other ones if uh, the, the, the wrong uh, memoir comes out or a lost letter comes out. So uh, being that I, I am from Augusta, Georgia, I'm going to start with James Brown, uh, the, the legend. Without James Brown, you don't have the Michael Jacksons, the Chris Browns, the Ushers. He's the, the GOAT. Uh, musically, uh, 
So if you haven't seen the documentary or any of these books, uh, James Brown was an extremely violent abuser who beat his second wife, DeAndre Jenkins, to a pope on a regular basis. She wasn't the only one. His third wife, Adrian Rodriguez, had him arrested four times from charges of assault. And in 2005, a woman named uh, Jacquez Hollander accused him of raping her in 1998. Mind you, this is all public record, and we still hear James Brown's music all the time in commercials and movies. Cool. Let's go to uh, Elvis Presley. And this kind of ties in more to the R. Kelly side of things. Elvis mm-hmm. Presley began pursuing Priscilla Presley when he was 24 years old. Guess how old Priscilla was? 14 13. years old. 14. Oh, 14. Okay. Yeah, that is, that is, uh, that's just showing a, a pattern that goes back further. But again, don't you can't tell some of these uh, white folks about Elvis Presley. He's the, the rock and roll king and all this stuff, but they, they kind of look past that. Mm-hmm. All right. So everybody knows about Aerosmith, uh, the, the lead singer, uh, Steven Tyler. Now, this this is kind of wild. This is almost awesome, almost as wild as R. Kelly, just on a smaller scale. But, you know, it is what it is. So Steven Tyler convinced a 14-year-old girl, Julia Holcomb's mother, to sign over guardian rights to him so he could take her across state lines with him while he was on tour. Her relationship with Tyler Holcomb said, I was subordinate to him in a parental relationship and I felt a little, he had, I had a little control over my life. She also pointed out that Tyler referred to her as my little oral Annie in his memoirs. Excuse me? Steven Tyler has been in numerous TV shows and movies since then and allegedly from what I looked up has been on American Idol since 2002. I, this is a quick Google search. Quick, a quick Google search. Uh, anybody that saw the Dr. Dre uh, uh, trailer, Compton, mm-hmm. they actually didn't highlight that. They did on the Lifetime documentary, though. Uh, he clearly beat up two in the 90s. As we all walk around, well, not all of us, most people walk around with beats by Dre. Like, it's 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 all around us. That's 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 the thing. It's kind of kind of one of the things where people have a, a little bit of selective morality where they, they draw the line. I know that me and PJ talked about. Oh, me and PJ talked about the whole Kanye thing, and that it is what it is. But go ahead, Marcus. Well, I, I know it wasn't. I remember when Straight Outta Compton came out. That movie came out. A lot of people. Well, not a lot of people. There was like a little small section of Twitter that was kind of like, "Yo, y'all are missing a lot of stuff with with I, with uh, Dr. Dre." Yeah, they made him look like a simp. I was yeah, like, "Damn, dog." And like, then and then that documentary came out, and it was like, "Yo, Dr. Dre was like, like wild." It was, it was like that documentary. Yeah. Documentary might as well have been called "Beat by Dre." Yeah, so it was like, and, and you know what happened? Twitter got to talking. They got to getting getting how Twitter goes. Guess what happened? Because he didn't want to fuck up his money, Dr. Dre issued out another apology. It's simple, like it. And I, I'm not saying that's just how you brush it off, just brush off domestic battery or whatever. But Twitter came from him. Came for him. Like he, they tried to get him, and he was like, "Yo, let me get in front of this. Let me try to do something about this." And he at least acknowledged it and apologized for it. I think the difference with like someone like R. Kelly is it kind of seems like he's he's flaunting about it. Like it's kind of in your face. He's just like, what y'all gonna do about it? Like I'm out, I've been out here cooking for 20 well, years. And, and now you're gonna try to cancel me? Like what what else is in his face is on I saw a video on Twitter I thought was interesting. At his last one of his last tours for one of his albums I did list to called Black Panties. Where I believe that there were black panties in the album, or that it came with underwear, yeah, which is very strange. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I see a video on like Twitter actual right now. Black panties. Yeah, one size fits all. <laughs> I'm looking at I'm looking, at I'm looking at a video right now of him on stage 
of a woman, I believe, is patting him down and wiping the sweat off his face with her black panties. He had his tongue mm-hmm. out. These are black women. Like that. That's yeah. that's other side. Of the, and he is. Oh my god. Oh wow. And okay, he's allowing himself to be uh, groped on stage. This is very awkward, but I'm gonna retweet it anyways. But yeah, it's it's. And again, these women know this. Like they know yeah. all these facts. Yet again, they're still throwing their their underwear his face. The man him on stage. Like the man wrote twelve play. Like that's a big deal. <laughs> he wrote oh, twelve man. play. I'm saying like he wrote you're, that. You're canceled now. How, how long? How long has that song been out for? Like 20 years? Yeah. That's a that's a, that's, class, that's timeless music. People like real people. A lot of people are gonna cancel him for that. <laughs> like that some people. Some people are okay with that. They're not gonna. Uh. They're not gonna stop listening to Chocolate Factory because he peed on a couple kids. Like it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> like we can't look for like everybody like, to be consistent. Now, yeah, they haven't done it. Yeah, if you ain't like if you ain't canceled our, I'm not. If you haven't, yeah, I guess if you haven't canceled our Kelly by 2019, you ain't ever going to. Like you're 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 in it for a long haul. Like and God be with you. And like I said at the beginning, if you still listen to our Kelly, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna come in your Twitter mentions talking about hey, why are you listening to that? Are you a pedophile? I'm not gonna do that because I get. It. <laughs> I used to listen to R. Kelly. R. Kelly makes jamming ass music. I get it. Yeah, it's, it it's, took it's, me it took me a hard. while to put it down, but I did. But hey, I get it if you just keep on listening to it. Yeah, this, this music being a part of your li- being a part of your life like this whole time is it's hard to not listen to it, you know. But um, like I said, like it, it's certain songs that I had to. Uh, go listen to it again, like AJ Nothing But a Number, and um, you know I I can't play that song anymore. Mm-hmm. I, play, I I used to love it. Twelve Play came out in nineteen ninety three. Mm-hmm. That song ain't going nowhere for some people. Some people they ain't ever get rid of that song ever, ever. And I get it. And and it's crazy though. It unfortunately it has to be like this but you probably can make a strong argument that he he probably is the king of rb unfortunately like, he wanted to, probably, he's, yeah. he's been he cooking wanted. since the 90s you know what i'm saying like the 90s like and, and he's been putting out pretty good music like you have like people like usher who's been around for a while but his his catalog kind of yeah it's kind of kind of kind of hit and miss R. kelly does have the superior catalog like i get it and the mutant the music that he's written for people it's crazy mm-hmm. you know? yo i just learned he wrote a song for britney spears i was mad confused i was like what yeah. lady gaga britney spears i thought one for katie i'm not sure uh, shout out to the people that learned watching that documentary that he wrote, uh, You Are Not Alone for Michael Jackson, which he also plagiarized. I, I knew that a while ago. I was like, yeah, that's that's an interesting fact. I mean, it sounds just like an R. Kelly song if you listen to it. Like, Yeah, I mean, but at the, at the end of the day, you could look at anybody that you're a fan of. And if you dig deep enough and if you're really like trying to be offended by something, you could find something in their past that they've done that you'd be like, you know what? I don't like this. You're out of here. Like, like. For me, Jay-Z, greatest rapper of all time. He cheated on Beyonce. That's reason enough to cancel him. But I still listen to his music. Allegedly, allegedly. Yeah, he's yeah, I seen him. Black, I black man don't we don't we don't do that kind of stuff. <laughs> oh or Jay-Z you admitted know. to Jay-Z admitted, okay, if we won't talk about you know him allegedly cheating on Beyonce, but Jay-Z admitted to stabbing somebody. 
There we go. <laughs> hey, hey, 94 bricks are gone. Where are the bricks? Where are the bricks? Where are my drugs at, Jay? <laughs> the Where are my prices, bricks at, Sean? Prices are going up as we Where are the bricks at, Sean? You know what I'm saying? So like, if you and that's cancel, my thing too. It's like it's like people like, oh, I can't listen to R. Kelly because his music directly reflects in his life is directly reflects his music. But you can listen to insert any rapper that talks about shooting cops or dealing drugs to people's family members. It's like, where's the line at? Like, like everybody's line is different. That's why you can't really. Yeah, I, I, I think and, people have always had this thing about just like how they say in jail about you know uh, rapists and pedophiles. I think it's just that thing that we think that people cannot, um, like you can't come back from that. It's one of that's what people think. I don't know if you can or can't. So somebody said asked a question. They were like, "Do you think um, you know pedophiles can be rehabilitated?" You know, and I was like, "I don't think we think that ever." You know, it's just that it's that thing that we, you know, it's that it's like our moral compass is off, but that's one of those things that we just can't stand. We hate that. Well, okay, let me play devil's advocate real quick. So uh-huh. let's say R. Kelly was like, you know what, guys? Oh, okay, let's say he he's like, you know what, I fucked up. Mm-hmm. All right, you know, he goes to prison for 10 years, he comes mm-hmm. out, like, hey, I want to be a new person, I want to be rehabilitated. Uh-huh. I'm going to donate my money to these charities and mm-hmm. all these organizations as, as a society, you know, as a society, we look at other things like, you know, drug use, uh, alcohol abuse. We have a AA class, stuff like that for them. We want to see those guys rehabilitated at, at that point, hypothetically speaking, would you feel it in your heart personally to say, Hey, you know what? Maybe this guy really has changed. I still would leave around no kids, but, I, I, would you still give him like the benefit of the doubt that he's making a conscious effort after admitting what he's done and doing jail time, you know, to maybe kind of let him back in society? Or is it just like, nah, you're exiled, like you're done? For me, you're done. And I think when it comes to cutting <laughs> people off, look, I'm not, I don't care anymore. But I think also when you have this moment of clarity, did you have it because you got caught or did you have it because you were sincere? Did you see God because you were in jail and you mm-hmm. wanted it? Only time that you got peace of mind was when you were in church. Like, is that shit real or is that just? I mean, he did. He did put out a gospel album, so let's let's we'll give him some points for that. Because they're getting shit for that. Like, he's not getting shit for that for me. Well, but that's okay. But I mean, like, again, let's. There's a. Uh, it's it's the it's the, it's the lie because there's time ago, and it's one of those things where it's like, all right, cool. We there's people that murder people. Mm-hmm. that we accept back in society after they paid their dues you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying like but not when you kill a child people treat you they treat you differently yeah i was, I was gonna say there, that, there, that's, a, that's a point that's a point i had i i never nuanced, that point there, before there's nuance because there's some people that have killed children and they, mm-hmm. they, they there's different circumstances that's the thing with this whole situation people are painting it a blanket on everything there's there's nuance in almost any situation right mm-hmm. like it People just don't want to get into that. They just want to be like, nah, you cancel, you out of here. But well, I mean, the, the point that, that uh, Brandon was making as far as like, if someone's going to jail for stealing, they're just like, okay, he's going to jail, he'll do his time, whatever, he'll get out. If someone's going to jail for raping a child, people always are like, oh, when he gets in jail, when they find out what he did, it's going to be bad for him. And that's, yeah, that's how we treat, we treat people. Yeah, we treat people like that differently, and yeah. right or wrong, that's what it is. Like you, you mess with kids because for for us, we 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 view kids as innocent. You know what I'm saying? Like they didn't have a choice. Like if you're a drug dealer, 
yeah, that person's addicted. Yeah, they have a sickness. But at some point, they were an adult that made a decision to do that. This kid, we view this kid as someone who didn't have a choice in this matter. So you took advantage of a kid. And now that you're in jail, you're going to get fucked up. And everybody, that's how that's how society views them. That's how people on the outside view them. And that's how people in prison view it. Like, they get treated worse. You're worse. Like, if you're... If you murder someone, you won't be treated as badly as someone that raped a kid. Yeah. Okay, well, and, and I think that's more of a societal thing because, like, I mean, it so it's okay. All right, so I, I feel like in 2019 now that I feel that you could walk up to somebody and ask them to recite the Ten Commandments, they probably wouldn't know what they were. So I, I'm going to recite them. And my thought earlier too was like, where do you where do you rank the Ten Commandments? Like, if, if there was like a point system. All right. So the first one, you shouldn't have any gods before God. If you believe in God, that's that's another caveat. Uh, you shall not take the Lord's name in vain. Remember to keep the Lord's day holy. Honor your father and mother. You shall not kill. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witnesses against your neighbor. You shall not cover your neighbor's wife. You shall not cover your neighbor's goods. So with the issue with R. Kelly and let's say a murder is like, OK, depending on who you are and how you feel, and how you interpret things is like, well, this one is worse than the other. Like, is that the case? Or are they all equal? Like, how does that work? You know what I'm saying? Because L is like, now nah, you're done regardless. But I'm, there could be a situation where she could accept a murderer. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Who took somebody's life. They're not here no more. But you could find it in your heart to accept them potentially as opposed to somebody like R. Kelly. That, that's just one thing I want the listeners to think about. Like, how do you how do you rank and interpret, like, the, the Ten Commandments and I guess the... Uh, I guess the social norms that are put on us. So that, that was kind of my thing, but I found that interesting. But uh, I, I think we hit everything. I think we uh, hit some interesting points. Uh, does anybody have any uh, closing thoughts on the whole R. Kelly situation? You need to go to jail. <laughs> jail, 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 jail. Lock him up. Um, <laughs> cut it off for one something. I, I, what I, I will was... say is, like everything, because you said, you know, I'm, I'm quick to cut people off or whatever. Maybe I'll accept somebody who killed somebody. But I think everything also is circumstantial. Like Santoya Brown, I forget mm-hmm. her. Yeah. Uh, you again, know what I'm saying? Like, again, it's, new, it's nuanced. Yeah, so, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's every really situation is different. Mm-hmm. That That is facts. But I, you I can't, will. there's no nuance on Twitter, though. It's either you're canceled <laughs> or we rock with you. So. Well, Twitter's, Twitter's for hot takes. You know, on Twitter, it's on Twitter. You gotta Twitter, get people off your timeline. <laughs> Twitter is so well, real. I've I, I blocked block block 500 people. Like, I, I probably have the most blocked people of all time on my Twitter. Like, yeah, I think I got like 2,000. It's, it's God like, damn. I'm like Keisha Cole. Keisha Cole, you know, she blocked all of us. Every black person on Twitter. So, yeah. You know what? Let, let me let me look Keisha Cole up and, and see if I'm blocked. Yeah, see if you're blocked. Because I don't know if you uh follow this guy. I think his name is um Dutch. If you follow him, you're probably blocked. Oh, okay. I mean <sighs> yeah, I mean I don't know. It, it it's just it's just one of those things. There was there was one more thing. So would any of y'all have a problem with, let's say he does go to prison? Like I know how a lot of networks pulled off the Cosby Show off of their their networks. Would any of y'all have a problem with all of this music being removed from streaming services? Uh, I I would. Um, you I, would know, I, I I still I was I still enjoy his music just like I still enjoy watching the Cosby Show. Terrible show. The Cosby. Continue. 
<laughs> overrated. overrated. Trash. Trash. I'm not gonna call it trash. It's just not as good as you. I mean, I, I would I wouldn't put it in my top five sitcom, black sitcoms. Yeah. Hell no. Absolutely not. But um but um yeah, I mean, just because he, he's going to jail, I mean I mean, don't don't take away the the man's music, you know. Mm-hmm. You you have to give the you have to give the choice to the fans. Like don't right. don't put your moralities on don't put your moralities as you know Spotify, Apple Music, title, whoever. Don't put your moralities on me. Let me make a decision. Because if you do that, then it's like okay, well, I'm not a fan of drug use, so right. I need you to take all the music musicians that do drugs off of my Apple Music now. I'm not yeah, a fan of violence. Like, I need you to take all the violence off my get, get like, Demi Lovato out of here. Exactly, and not coking out of here. Not only that, then you have to keep the same energy with other artists, such right. as Michael Jackson, such as um, any rock Tatiana, any or, rock, uh, any rock artist. And then that, and, right. How do you determine what crime? What crimes do we ter- do we determine gets your music kicked off? Is it just felonies? Is it misdemeanors? Is it just right. crimes against kids? Like crimes against animals? Like what? What? is the line and at that point it's a slippery slope because you take r kelly's music off you're yep. going to be like well i need you to take chris brown's music off he beats women take his music down i need you to take uh freaking whoever corn or ozzy osbourne i saw him rip a, a bat's head off oh he also I, tried a, to kill he also tried Peter! to kill his wife as well yeah peter peter's gonna be like i'm upset you got ozzy osbourne on here get him off of here like <laughs> you got dmx on if here if i was spotify and Apple and all of them to save myself the headache, to save myself from dealing with all these tweets and emails from all these different organizations. Like, just like you guys are doing, listing all the other artists, what about this and what about that one? Do exactly what you said to begin with. Leave it up to the individual to play it or not. It's not well, up to them. And it'll and save I, and, them the headache. And I brought that point up because there was a tweet back in, a uh, story back in uh, May 25th, 2018, where Spotify did do that. They pulled off uh, R. Kelly and uh, XSS Tentation and I guess uh, TDE, or Top Dog from TDE, got uh, mad about it. Somebody from TDE got mad about that, and allegedly they threatened to take off all of Kendrick Lamar's music. But they had to walk it back because of that same argument, like, hey, so you're going to take off uh, XSS and Tashian, but you still have, insert, other artists that's done something fucked up. Yeah. It's so it's, it's, it's already happened. It's a slippery slope, so. You can't do it. <laughs> at the end of the day, selective morality is a thing, man. You got to, people pick and choose. If somebody chooses something you don't like, mm-hmm. that's, that's their choice. If you choose not to rock with them, that's also your choice, but no one's making you listen to R. Kelly. Like no, like, yeah. I I haven't listened to R. Kelly in a long time. No one has forced me to be like, hey, you need to listen to this R. Kelly. Not one person has ever right. told me I have to listen to R. Kelly. Not one right. person ever. No one's ever done that to me. Like, I feel the same way about comedians because I like dark comedy. Like I can laugh about anything, you know. And it's like everybody's <laughs> trying to cancel this person, cancel that person. Like. I, I, I get you. You don't have to listen to a comedian. You don't see their work of art on your timeline. You have to actually go to that show or pay for it or something like that. But it's it's like you have to leave that up to the people. And then I think about the, the people who are employed with the project, like with the Cosby show. I think about all the other actors, you know, who are getting paid from it. So it's like, I don't I don't I don't believe in just, you know, just writing everybody off. So real quick, one one last one last point. I, know I said this like two times, but mm-hmm. Twitter is always providing great stuff. So I know me and Marcus were talking about. Uh, I was saying like, oh, you know, I tweeted that a lot of these people are mad 
about R. Kelly yet when, you know, insert R. Kelly song comes on at the function and they're going to leave. They're not going to leave. They're going to, you know, keep rocking with it, whatever. Right, right. And, you know, Marcus was like, oh, you know, they're not playing R. Kelly in 2018 or 2019. And the homie, my homie on Twitter, uh, Yusuke uh that's an anime show, so that can fall into my uh, untitled anime section. So um, at franchise underscore QB, he tweeted yesterday in 2019, so the DJ's in here playing Step in the Name of Love. Can't even rock with it at this point. And I was like, yo, did you leave, though? He's like, I'm going to keep it a bead. I did leave. I definitely grabbed my drink and sat down. So, I mean, it's still, it still happens. People still play. There's cuts and remixes and mixes that R. Kelly could slide up on a, on a song. And it's like, it's not. It's, he makes great music. That, that, that doesn't change that. It's still I, going to be played. I, I, I they play back that ass too. up at every function. The shit came out in the 99 and 2000. It's That's 2019. Song, R. Kelly has cast classes too. That's the thing. But the thing is, you still didn't. You still didn't answer the question, though. Like, what would someone have to do for you to be like, all right, he's actually legit for the cause or matter, however you want to determine it. Like, because, like, like, like that person that in energy, that situation, go, go volunteer, go donate, go. Okay, make but if you're, at, if you're, if you're, out, at a, if, you're if you're out, of, if you're out at the club, a club that he probably paid to get into, that he might be out there with friends, like leaving that situation, the song's still getting played. Like so now I gotta waste my money. I, I didn't say, I didn't say that was a lot of demarcation. I was like, I was just curious. Well, I'm asking what it is though. Because there's people yeah, like, oh maybe. well, if I gotta cancel him, I'm gonna cancel everybody. So what what level do you take your cancel to? Is it that level where you're leaving a function? You're at your, your cousin's wedding and R. Kelly comes on. Are you gonna leave his wedding? No, you're not. You're not you're gonna sit back, you'll listen okay. to I believe I can fly, you're gonna eat the cake, and you're gonna shut up. It is what it is. Like okay, so but what is something that someone could do for you to be like, all right, well, he's about I it. would like to see these if you're if you I would if like you're see... if you're at the club, if you're at the club, if you're at a function. I, I don't go to clubs because people get shot there. But what what is <laughs> what what should someone do? I value my life. Shout to PJ and Jackson. The last club I went to was in Jacksonville, and somebody definitely got murdered, but that's neither here nor there. But I mean, my thing is, it's, it's whatever they feel is right. Again, it's everybody's it's everybody's thing. But my thing is, don't come on Twitter trying to see who can make the angriest tweet, that the, the fakest outrage tweet to get retweets. When again, when R. Kelly comes on your on your mega mix on your iPhone, you, you, buy, it, me a head, you buy me ahead with it. Like take you that. Call, you, keep, you keep calling it fake, but I mean, as the numbers the fake because the numbers <laughs> spiked up the day it happened. Nobody cares. So because nobody, other nobody so because will, nobody other will people, care. So nobody because will care other people are listening nobody, to R. Kelly, nobody the person that's tweeting is fake. Nobody, like, that will, care. nobody will care. Nobody will care. I, I mark. I guarantee. It's, it's the women. Like okay, so I deleted my Facebook. Have y'all been on Facebook lately? Hell no. I, 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 I hey, delete your Facebook. Twenty nineteen. Get that shit out of here. I'm I'm close. So somebody let me see their Facebook, and it was like the biggest. It was like going like I felt like I was back at church. With the pastor had been accused of touching somebody and everybody was just like delusional you know mm. i was like what like what is going on but um the women that go to his shows um i don't know if you heard of wolf creek he performed there. there's a bunch of women there um the the he performed a show in november and they're all just standing up trying to get his eye and stuff like that those are the people that are buying his music. You know, his fans are always going to be his fans. Cause, and then like uh, we were talking about in the beginning, people think they have something to prove to show that they're listening to R. Kelly. So, you know, that that's not going anywhere. I don't, even if he was convicted or something, that wouldn't go anywhere. I mean, Charles Manson had fans. Yeah, and, and I mean, at the end of the day, 
it, it is Twitter. Like on Twitter, Twitter moves fast. Like this week, probably for another week, we're gonna it's gonna be R. Kelly heavy. But yeah. give it another week, because last week it was like Kevin Hart. The week before that, it was Chris Rock. The week before that, it was Kareem Hunt. Like next week is gonna be somebody, someone else is gonna say something dumb. And the way things are going, it looks like we're going back to Kevin Hart because he can't keep his mouth shut. So our, like R. Kelly is for the BSO stories, guys. Yeah, if, if if R unless unless R. Kelly goes to jail, like he's gonna have his time on Twitter for about a week, and then next week someone else is gonna do something or something's gonna happen to them, and we're gonna move on to the next thing. And that's unfortunate, but that's how Twitter is. That's very true. That's very true. Yeah, but uh unless y'all got any closing thoughts, that's that's all I really had. PJ, you good? Yeah, man, I'm good, man. I appreciate y'all having me. Yes, sir. Uh, definitely look out for PJ on the Reduced Lunch podcast, uh, the, the hottest thing smoking in Jacksonville. Man, I got two things. Oh, I got, two, I got two things. First off, Here we I, listened, go. Nah, I listened last week. Y'all were getting on to me for apparently retweeting filth on the timeline. So this you week. You are pretty nasty. This oh, week. Oh, my God. This week, yes. this week, I have been. I feel like I've been pretty good. So I feel like I should <laughs> I should get some props because there are two videos that I saw online this week. I saw one oh, video. With the, I, oh, no. with with the, the what? <laughs> with the belly? No, that was two, that was like two weeks ago. That's old. That's, oh, okay. that's old stuff. So the first the first video I saw was there was a guy sleeping and a woman took a used condom and poured the ingredients or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> into his mouth. I did oh. not. I did. I, did, I saw that. I, did, I saw that. I follow. You did Who not you follow, see, but you did not see that for me because I did not retweet that. There was another tweet I saw where a guy was laying on his shoulders, jerking off into his own mouth. I did not retweet that. So I feel like I should deserve some credit for not retweeting those two videos. The second thing. I don't know how I got into this, but I was like, I was kind of listening to to some old school music and a little bit of new. <sighs> Thriller and 24 Karat yeah. Magic mm. by Bruno Mars. Mm. Which one is better? Now go look at the track list. They're both nine songs. Listen to the songs with your ears. Don't listen to it with your heart and the no, memories why are you of. Still going into I'm, no, no, no. Hold on. I'm asking. I'm asking. I'm just asking the question. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Go listen to both of these albums. It was Michael Jackson versus Beyonce. We're in a brand new year, and now it's Michael Jackson versus Bruno Mars. I'm not. I I'm not saying. Answering your own question, honey. I'm saying which album is better. I obviously, Michael Jackson has had a better career, has more accolades, whatever, whatever. But mm. listen to Thriller and then listen to Twenty Four K and Magic. Like, okay, I'm gonna do that tonight. All right, no chapters gotta go. I, I, you later, no chapters. I, I listen. I listen to both, and um. And I've always said this, like, thrill, Thriller is not, like, my number one favorite album of Michael Jackson's because it really it really doesn't hit until Billie Jean, mm. you, know, you know, so. Thriller, thriller has a, Thriller, it, 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 and I'm not, I'm not saying one is right or wrong, but I think there is a discussion that could be had because when I listen to 24 Karat Magic, I feel like there is not a single bad song on that album. When I listen to Thriller, there's there's at least one bad song on that album, and it's, featuring, one. it's featuring an old white man on it. That song is trash. They should have put uh, nah, that, that one they was put, okay. They should put say 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 on there, but uh, 
Yeah, but you gotta think you're having this talk about an album that was out like 30 years ago. You know what I'm saying? That. Like that 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 gives just, it hey, that's hey, kinda that's kinda proof that's kinda proof to your point. Like I what feel compared like to we're getting into a topic that we're gonna need more time. I'm not I'm not right. trying to get shop, I'm not trying to get into something I'm bringing up. Just something I just something I think I think people should think about. Because everybody's just like, you know, Michael Jackson, the GOAT, thriller, this, it's the greatest so, thing ever. I'm so just like, you, you my, keep. You have my. Bye, 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 El Chapo. I have so, a shout out. Okay, hurry up, give your shout out. <laughs> okay, so my shout out is going to be, I'm probably going to butcher her name. Um, my new Twitter friend. Oh, girl, forgive me. I think it's Lachey Ming. Because L A C H A E M I I. And I just wanted to give you a shout out. We had such a good conversation um, along with old CJ. So we had a good conversation just about being good friends and you know, taking care of your mental health and things like that. And um, we can save it for a whole nother day, but I definitely wanted to give y'all shout outs for the conversations that we had because we're stepping into 2019 with such a positive, like, positive vibe. Let's try to hold on to it as long as we can because I feel like it's going to die out next week. But hopefully now we're going to try and stay positive. Um, but anyway, thank you guys for listening. I love you. I miss you. And I'm out. Bye. At them in the podcast when it comes out later. <laughs> Brandy, we appreciate you coming through. Or hopefully maybe one day you can come back on and chop us with us. Uh, thank yeah, you definitely for Anytime. So y'all listen, definitely uh, rate on Apple Podcast, Sharp Review. Our goal is to get to 100 this year. I think we're at like 56 or something or 46. We're at like 50, so. Definitely, if you hear this, take a second drop of you. We appreciate it, and uh, we do this for the people. Uh, this is Community Podcast. We out. Peace.